Hello and welcome to the Complete Guide to Everything, a podcast about everything. I am one of your hosts, Tom. I'm Tim. Tim, how are you doing this week? Tom? Yeah. I'm doing all right this week. Uh, we got some breaking uh, news from Burger King. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> the the groundhog last week uh-huh. saw or didn't see a shadow, whatever the one no. that uh, is about spring, spring coming. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I'm excited about spring. Mm-hmm. Um, the Super Bowl. You saw the Super Bowl. I, I watched the Super Bowl. I uh, saw some great products and services advertised during mm-hmm. the Super Bowl. So, um. All in all, things on a massive upswing here. I have I have one Super Bowl related question for you. Okay. What per shoot? What percentage of the of the US population, everyone, little kids, old people, you name it. Babies. Babies. What percentage do you think horses? <laughs> no, just people. People? Okay. What percentage do you think, uh, and not, and Tim, that doesn't include corporations. I know what you're thinking. Yeah, like, well, cor- uh, <laughs> corporations are people, my friend. Yeah, well, all people besides corporations. Okay. What percentage do you think would die as a result of being tackled by a football player one time? Uh, uh, an NFL football player, and like a clear, like, Dude gets to tackle any way he wants. He gets like a complete free shot. Well, uh, in the the rule, following the rules, following of the, sport. the rules of football. So he but, can't. He can't. But he still wants to kill this person. He wants to kill. I don't think they want to kill. People. In this situation, yeah. Well, you know what? In real life, an old lady's not going to be on the gridiron, Tim. Yeah, but like, so you're so. The person is trying to kill He's them. He's trying not- to hit them as hard as he possibly can. Okay. Um, and so, like, they can't grab the face mask and, like, snap somebody's no, neck. No, or, no, no. Like, and it I, has to be a fair hit. Like, it has the, to be re- a fair the hit. ref wouldn't blow throw a flag. Right. Okay. Um, and the person would not be, the other person would not be wearing pads, but the football player could be wearing pads if he wanted. Okay. Wait, the person isn't wearing pads? No. Well, that's now. Why, why, why can't we put everybody in pads? <laughs> because Tim, it's a hypothetical. Yeah, but now this bears no resemblance to anything that might uh, actually happen. <laughs> well, Tim, it wasn't going to happen anyway. Sometimes people, it's uh, you've seen the movie with Mark Wahlberg where he becomes uh, the football man. Yeah, yeah. Uh, what's that movie called? Uh, football man. Football man, the movie. A regular mm-hmm. this summer, a regular Joe finds his life transformed. When he becomes Football Man, starring Mark Wahlberg as the Football Man, <laughs> so a lot of people mm-hmm. they're expecting uh, they're expecting one day. Well, I'm gonna have my Football Man moment, right? And a lot of them you're saying would die, right? One day my ticket's gonna come up, but they don't know that one day their ticket's gonna get punched. Ooh, <laughs> this is for Football Man too. Yeah. It's it's where people become where people unwillingly get drafted. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, to be on, it, Football uh, Man Two takes Eagles. place in the Purge universe. Ooh. Yeah. Man, this is now we're getting somewhere yeah. here. Call Hollywood. Call get Hollywood on the line, Tom. Um, I'd say probably about fifty percent. Okay. Right. Yeah. Now, I'm not Do you th- think you would die, Tom? Um, probably okay. not immediately, because you're someone who really overestimates <laughs> his own strength uh-huh. and toughness and resilience. 
I saw you ride um, essentially a hoverboard, <laughs> one of the fake hoverboards. Yeah. It's like a, a, a skateboard. A motorized skateboard. For about 15 seconds? Yeah. Um, over a year ago. Mm-hmm. And you're still... Like, you're still injured from... Yeah, I feel it when it rains. Yeah, exactly. But you still also talk about, like, how you could, like, beat people in fights and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That Well, that's that's a different story, Tim. Yeah, I think uh, you'd barf out your organs <laughs> the second you got tackled, as as would I. Yeah. Um, but I think 50% of the... I think we're on, like, the end, the high end of the people that would die. You and I. That's you what I'm what saying. I mean? Like, I don't think there'd I'd, be a lot I, of people think, that would die a lot easier than yeah. we would. I I think we'd be in the hospital for a right. while before we died. But right. ultimately, regardless of what the doctors tried, right, they wouldn't be able to save us. And I would say, fully fifty percent of the population is tougher than us and would not die. Definitely would. No, not die. I don't think so. Oh, Tom, I don't think so. We should. I mean, if only Tim. We can get funding to actually study this, Tom. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you wouldn't need to drag everyone in. You just need to, like, figure out the demographics and, you know, bring in a representative sampling. Yeah, that's true. Maybe you that's... You need to bring in every old lady, just a few old ladies. Maybe we just... That's, that's what the purge mm-hmm. for slash football man two mm-hmm. is. Yeah. We'll be like, oh, we need we go to every casting company right mm-hmm. and we go like hey old lady casting company get <laughs> us a few old ladies for this movie yeah right and they don't know they think it's just a movie right but yeah. for us it's a- an actual experiment uh-huh. and a movie right right like a, like a mockumentary right exactly and then we go to like uh the place where they go when they need a, a newborn baby uh-huh. on a on a on a tv show but they don't want one of the robots right and they're like, uh, baby, they're like, we'll be like, get us the best Hollywood babies. <laughs> Who's hot right now? Yeah. <laughs> oh, this kid was uh, b- born on, uh, he was Superman Who's on got Smallville. A, who's, who's got a lot of buzz? <clears throat> Tim, if a baby was Superman on Smallville, it'd be like 15 now. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> uh, yeah, so that was one of the questions I had. But, but you were excited about this breaking Burger King news. Well, Tim. you emailed me today. Yeah. Because um, there was breaking Burger King news. Yeah. I like that. This has now become uh, we have like a news segment <laughs> at the top of the show that's always fast food related. <laughs> yep. Just so much, so much innovation going on. Uh, so what was this? Well, Burger there's King? a lot of desperation going on. Yeah, Burger King has like product launches now. Yeah. They had a big product launch last night. We weren't invited. Yeah, to, what the hell? They had a press event in New York City. And who covers the industry Yeah, come on. More frequently than we do. Yeah. Um oh oh the New York Times gets an invite though. <laughs> the, nobody that, at the gray lady is yeah. like, oh, I'm eating this fast food. They're eating caviar and yeah. uh truffles. Yeah. That liberal rag in there. Yeah, in their limousines. Yeah. Yeah, but here we are. Mm-hmm. We actually have to eat this stuff because it's all we can afford. Yeah, and they don't even. Uh, we're 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 in there with the working man. So they had a Burger King, the mm-hmm. king of burgers. Oh, and we've been accused of like, oh, don't you guys, uh, aren't you guys McDonald's partisans? Mm-hmm. No, no, no. We uh, yeah, they're the industry. We're journalists. Leader. Yeah, 
We go where the news is. We sniff out the news no matter where. Yeah. It could be Wendy's, for Christ's sakes. I wouldn't go into Wendy's. Checkers. Ugh. Yeah, I know. <laughs> what if Checkers was like, uh, well, I don't want to talk about Checkers. <laughs> <laughs> it's too regional. This is... <laughs> we'll yeah, save Tim, this. you got to keep this international <laughs> news. Yeah, we'll save this to, uh, for our uh, like tri-state area drive <laughs> yeah, time for, for our local newscast. Yeah. Um, uh, Burger King yeah. announces hot dogs. Yeah. And they act like... Like they invented the things. <laughs> and that it's goddamn rocket science to serve a hot dog. Yeah. They're like, well, the truth is, we already have most of the technology installed yeah. to serve people hot dogs. Yeah, no shit. You, you, you grill burgers. Yeah. That's a, yeah we'll now you grill on, a hot put dog. Them on the same grill. And they, and they were like... Yeah, we're grilling them. We're not. We're not boiling them uh, like the other guys. What other guys? Yeah, <laughs> nobody else serves hot dogs. Yeah, and also the the guy out on the street with a dirty water dog. That's not your competition. No, set your sights higher. Yeah, come on, Jesus. Um, are you gonna try one of these? Uh, yeah, yeah, I'll try hot one. Dogs? They were also bragging that they did these in test shops, uh, test stores, and they were like, on average, it took less than. 10 days to train the staff. <laughs> yeah. It's a hot dog. Why, why Why? would it take any additional time? Especially since most hot dogs are pre-cooked already. Yeah, right? you're just heating them up. You put it down on something, and then you take it off. And put I mean, it I thought the whole point, uh, at least I know with McDonald's, that they've got like a, like a zero-time training thing of just like, Somebody can walk in off the street, and they can start working here. They can just figure out everything on their own. I was not under the impression that anything at Burger King would take 10 days to train. Right. Let alone cooking a damn hot dog, putting it in a bun, and, and shoving it in somebody's face. I don't think I'll ever eat a Burger King hot dog, Tom. No? There aren't many Burger Kings in New York City, so I probably wouldn't have the opportunity. I got, I got some weird thing about hot, hot dogs. dogs. Yeah. I know it's no grosser than any other yeah. processed meat product. Mm -hmm. But uh, I always feel like I'm going to bite into a vein. <laughs> oh, there are no veins I know. A, it's the it's least a, likely. It's not a part of an animal. I know. It's the least likely to get a vein in no. it. Yeah, but I'm just, I just feel like... Uh, <laughs> oh, God. Yeah, I'm gonna well, now I can't eat hot dogs anymore. Uh, today's episode is brought to you by PETA. <laughs> <laughs> it's brought to you by Burger King. Try out their new hot dogs. Um, yeah, and they're bragging about like, well, okay. Can I read an excerpt from this this New York Times article? Sure, Tim. It'd be you know, luckily you attributed it. So. Yeah, um, Tom, I, I want you to. Mm -hmm. uh, this is this is why I think food. This this is why we're all gonna die, right? Okay. Uh. We also have to chop the onions a little differently, said the man, right? Like, uh, <laughs> that's a direct quote, said the yeah. man. <laughs> said uh, the man. But they're talking about toppings, right? Yeah. Of course, hot dogs typically are heavily dressed in condiments like ketchup and mustard, and that is good news for Kraft Heinz, Burger King's condiment <laughs> supplier and corporate cousin. Kraft Heinz is owned by 3G, the Brazilian private equity group that also owns a piece of the burger chain. What in 3G, the post-it notes? No, oh, that's, that's 3M. 3M. Okay. <laughs> no, 3G is uh, the phone signal. I mean, honestly, like, who knew that Kraft Heinz was a thing? Yeah. Like, pretty soon we're just going to get, like, well, it's going to be, also, like, 
Food Corp, the only <laughs> yeah. creator of all the food that we eat, said now we can have hot dogs. Yeah, Pepsi Food Corp today yeah. uh, announced that there's no more green beans because <laughs> fuck it, because <laughs> they don't want it. Because <laughs> uh, they stink. Yeah. Uh, I I read that thing and I was like, is this Times reporter getting paid by the word? Like. You're going to tell me that this Brazilian private equity firm, their stock's going up based on, like, they're going to need more ketchup now, boys. Yeah. <laughs> it's good all around. <laughs> Pop well, open the champagne. Yeah, it's not like, like... You know how a little ketchup goes on a hot dog? You know how cheap ketchup is? And the other thing is, if you're in, if you're in uh, Burger King, like, if you're in Burger King... Yeah, they just need like, ketchup packets. No matter, no matter what you get... You're gonna need ketchup for it. Yeah, and it's not like people are gonna be like, uh, it "Might be that people are gonna get," but like, I'll have a Whopper. Oh, and a hot dog. And mm-hmm. It's like, huh, now that's two more ounces of ketchup. Yeah, there, there's the real money. Yeah, it's not even two ounces. It's uh, it's maybe like a quarter of an ounce of ketchup. I'm, I bet if you put a quarter of an ounce of ketchup on a hot dog, you'd be like, "That's way too much ketchup. I yeah. can't even see the hot dog." Uh, I mean that that's that's the way I roll, Tom. Ugh, gross, yeah. then. That's too much ketchup. Well, it, something's got to cover up all the veins. <laughs> Tim, what are we talking about this week? Tom, mm-hmm. this is the second week in a row that we are doing a certified listener suggestion. Wow, look at us. We're we're regular patron saints. Yeah, if you want to. Uh, suggest a topic head over to our subreddit reddit.com slash r slash tcgte and uh the lovely cat from edinburgh Mm -hmm. uh puts up a thread find it you know poke around in there (laughs) puts up yeah like a a suggestion thread yeah you can suggest your thing so uh this week Mm -hmm. someone suggested childhood ambitions (laughs) post your suggestion we won't take note of what your name was. No, we're not going to. I'm not. It's not my job to credit people. Oh, you don't. You, you're you're you don't want to just get people who are looking to make a name for themselves. No, no, this. no. Because then we're just going to get yeah, a bunch of uh, like uh, stage moms and stuff like. Yeah. My my daughter has a suggestion. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and it's just going to be like we're going to look it up. It's going to be some obscure freaking uh, toddlers and tiaras character. Yeah. It's like, how are we going to do a whole an episode on that? Yeah. Ridiculous. Maybe we'll do one on toddlers and tiaras. Maybe. And I'd like to do one on the John Benet Ramsey kiss. <laughs> I would prefer not to. Just because I think the Ramsey's got a raw deal, Tom. <laughs> All right, Jesus, save this for 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 literally anything else. <laughs> All right, maybe my uh my justice cast. Yeah. Where I'll find justice for people who have been uh, wronged in the public eye. Not to be confused with my Justice League cast. <laughs> right. Um, Which is about justice for Superman. Yeah. Best kind. Uh, so we're talking about childhood ambitions. Did you say that yet? I did. Yeah. So, like, uh, what we wanted to be when we grew up? Yeah. What our ambitions were as children. Yeah. I still consider myself a child. So, um, <laughs> you're not alone. Well, who's the one with all the toys? <laughs> um, who's the boy with all the toys? It's Tom. It's yeah, Tom. Don't forget it. Uh, so, uh, yeah, Tom, did mm-hmm. you have big uh, ambitions when you were? Uh, I just wanted to be a, a podcaster. W- I just knew it. Yeah, Tom. Me and you live Popped in the dream. Popped out of the womb and said, "I want to be a pun." 
podcast. Yeah, I remember uh, when I when my babysitter uh, <laughs> slammed your hand in the car. Yeah, but she that was right across the street from your childhood home. And uh-huh. I remember uh, we we caught eyes one day uh-huh. across the street, and I thought one day one day me and this guy are gonna make some real good internet based pseudo entertainment content. Yeah, content. That's <laughs> one day we're gonna make some content. Um, was it actually across the street from my my childhood home? Yeah, by the crack house. Were you outside the crack? No, house? no, the other no. side. Yeah. Oh, okay, not where the crack house was. No. That's that's well the house is still there but the the crackhead family's gone. <laughs> right. Um Tom, well, we're, 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 all right, you were a, you were probably a weird little kid. Right? I was a very weird little kid, but I was thinking about like, you know what? I was thinking about childhood. <laughs> uh I guess maybe this says a lot cuz I was thinking like, well, we're, what did I want to be when I grow up? And I was like, I don't think I really had like uh like a definitive like, oh, I want to do this. Uh, and maybe that's uh, why things ended up the way they did. Just never figured it out. It's no ambition. Yeah, just no ambition. You can't have childhood ambitions if you have no ambition. No. It's like, uh, I just want to uh, collect welfare. That's <laughs> what I told my parents. Fine. Yeah. Look, it's viable in Barack Obama's America. Yeah, I said one day there will be a man named Barack Hussein Obama who will just give it to me. Uh. No, actually, like, I did want to be a writer when I was a little kid, uh, and I wrote a book. It was a scary book. I wrote a book, too. Was it a nudie one? I don't remember. <laughs> I, I was really good at uh, titles, uh-huh. and then I, uh, I I wouldn't follow it. Like, I'd really grab In- intriguing people. Intriguing <laughs> <laughs> They'd pick it up. They'd, they'd buy it. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, but then it was just like I had no, I had nothing to fill the pages with. Yeah, they're like, this story doesn't make sense. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> if a this child uh, wrote and illustrated yeah. it himself, it's just a, a recap of an episode of Ducktales. Um, and now that I think about it, one was uh, a, a real big ripoff of uh, the Giving Tree, starring, uh, I mean, by Shel Silverstein, <laughs> starring. starring the tree <laughs> that gave. Well, I mean, uh, that's better. The Giving Dragon. (laughs) (laughs) Well, Tim, that's pretty shameless. (laughs) Yeah, but it was it was about a dragon, not a boring old tree. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, you 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 sex it up a little bit. Yeah, exactly. Give the kids what they want. Dragons. Yeah, Yeah. I mean uh, that movie uh, Pride and Prejudice and Zombies just came out. You were ahead of the curve on that. Yeah, take an old classic, throw in something a little more exciting. Exactly. So kids like it. Um. I thought you were gonna say like, oh, it was, it was. I realized it was just kind of a ripoff of uh, the Godfather two, or something. No, no, I didn't <laughs> see that when I was a kid. Yeah, good. Screw you up. <sighs> um. Yeah, I. I realized when I was thinking about this that like there were a bunch of things that I just like didn't realize were jobs when I was a kid. But you get a skewed view of what your options are <laughs> as like, a uh, middle class, like, or an upper middle class kid, right? Yeah. Like, because we came from, like, not a fabulously wealthy, uh, but like, uh. But there are, like, very wealthy people in our yeah. town. Like, it's, uh. And, like, so you turn on Sesame Street. Brett Saberhagen used to live yeah, there. Yeah. You, you put on Sesame Street, and they're like, here are jobs. And it's all these like blue collar jobs, yeah. which there's nothing mm-hmm. uh, like yeah, they're 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 the actual honest only only, only honest work in mm-hmm. America, right? Yeah. 
But then, like, what they kind of didn't tell us, which I never got the memo for, like, throughout <laughs> schooling, it was like, no, we're just preparing you to, like, become, like, this guy that just kind of pushes papers around. <laughs> yeah. And uh, makes the really rich people a lot richer, and then you just, like, yeah, you are get, very well off yeah, because of that. Yeah. And, like, I was like, but you oh, won't, but... You won't actually do anything of any value whatsoever. Yeah, and I was just like, well... But who's gonna pick up the garbage? Like uh, I, I know, I know the garbage man character from mm-hmm. uh, Sesame Street, and they're just like, "Duh, don't worry about that. Not you, though. Not yeah. you." Like, well, I want, I want to hang out with Oscar. Yeah, Oscar was such a a misunderstood guy. He wasn't bad. He wasn't a bad guy. I was no. always a bad guy. No, he's just I, a grouch. I took the wrong things from this. I just want to be left alone. <laughs> <laughs> um. Now, I've told the story about uh, when I was a kid and I ran into a table and like knocked myself out. And I woke up in the hospital and they were stitching me up and I was freaking out. <laughs> uh, and uh, like I was a doctor or whatever, a nurse was trying to uh, get my mind off it. He's like, who's your favorite ca- uh, character on Sesame Street? And I went, Oscar the Grouch. Got a big laugh in the room. Even when you had no idea what was going on. Well, because I was just like, I'm in a bad mood. Who's the one that's in a bad mood uh, all the time? Oscar the Grouch. That's Because I wasn't like... You didn't think you were at the gates of heaven and that was St. Peter? No. Because then you would have been like, Big Bird, the good one. The no, one that the always thing, does right. No, and the thing was, I mean, I must have been like three years old. I wasn't like scared or like crying that way. I was like... I was like... uh like, uh, you know, when they, uh, uh, I'm trying to think of like a, a movie that I can, it's like when they, when they, when the good guys got like, uh, his memory wiped and they got to get him again. He's like, get off of me, get off of me. That's what I was doing. I was throwing them off me. Like, right. I need to get out of here. I just need to piece together what exactly yeah. is going on. Here. Yeah. yeah. I didn't kill my wife. But it turns out you did kill your wife. Yeah, well. Um, one time I ran into a coffee table <laughs> and I split my chin open. Yeah. Um, and I had to go to the hospital, but I was awake for all that and I was bleeding everywhere. Yeah. And He's it, bleeding out. And uh, my brother is a couple of years older than me. Mm-hmm. Um, my parents just grabbed any towel mm-hmm. to like put on. Yeah. And I bled all over his He-Man towel. Oh man. And I think to this day, yeah. he's just like, this kid from freaking day one ruined my he-man ruined towel. my yeah. entire life started with the he-man towel uh and that was about it <laughs> I still he never know. recovered though <laughs> <laughs> he's in a home now <laughs> um i did actually uh uh at one point i wanted to be a doctor oh in like maybe like fifth grade sixth grade and again, I don't really know why. I think it was just like, uh, like, oh, that's a job like smart people do. And I was like, I want to everybody think I'm smart. I'll be a doctor. But I didn't have like a, like a, a kind of doctor in mind, you know. Mm. Like you know, some some kids are like, oh, I want to be a, like a brain surgeon. Yeah, you didn't care. You just wanted to be somebody that someone thought was <laughs> smart. <laughs> And then I think I think the only I think uh, I was dissuaded from that when I found out like uh, that you can get a Ph.D. in like pretty much anything and then you still get the title doctor. Right. And then for a while, I thought that meant I could still practice medicine. (laughs) I thought like, like, oh, if you if you get a Ph.D. in English or, or like math or anything, they're like, you know what? 
He's smart enough. He's probably fine. Let him take the, this guy's appendix Give, give him out. a yeah. prescription pad. Yeah. He can be trusted. He's smart enough. Works for me. Yeah. But, you know, that's not, not the case. I always wanted to be some bullshit, man. Like, uh, I wanted to be a game show host for a while. <laughs> I still want to be a game show host. Yeah. I mean, things like, th- that's what I'm saying. Like, things like that, it, like, never occurred to me that, that those things were jobs. I have an- I have one in particular I'll talk about in a bit. But, uh, but yeah, like, it never crossed my mind. Like, oh, I could, like, later on, it was like, oh, like, I get I could be on in movies or TV or whatever. Yeah. That never I knew here's what I needed somebody to intervene. I think my life would have Also in my head the the person that you were emulating in that was Guy Smiley. Oh yeah. Oh absolutely. <laughs> That's who you saw in it your life. It started with Guy Smiley and also Bob Barker cuz uh <laughs> Here was my scam, Tom. <laughs> this was the the two people you looked up to were were a decrepit old man and a, he wasn't and a, that decrepit in nineteen eighty five. He was still Tom. really old and and a and a and a muppet. When I was three years old, uh, but, uh, yeah. at least it was one of the humanoid muppets. Yeah, we all looked up to muppets, Tom. I didn't look up to them. I wanted them to hang out with me and be my friend, but I they weren't inspirational to me. I wanted to be friends with the Muppets, mm-hmm. but then sometimes I remember when I was lying in bed when I was really little. <laughs> you were afraid of them? I imagined like Kermit and Miss Piggy like walking up to my bed mm. and be like, hey, we're here. Why don't we play? Uh, and, yeah! and it scared the crap out of me of course we wouldn't sleep all night and then i got the (laughs) this idea that they were like when i fell asleep they'd like lift up my pillow and that's where they lived and like (laughs) jesus yeah and i I, I, uh, it was a weird relationship i had with the muppets because i really i looked up to them but i was (laughs) terrified of them as well (laughs) well that's good you had you had respect i thought they were a lot of fun but i also thought yeah, they're probably keep, up to yeah, no good keep, though. Keep their yeah. distance though. Were you thinking of the of the bad Muppets, the no, bad doppelgangers? Of, no, I was thinking of th- those. Those haven't those weren't around until twenty ten. No, there was like they would like be around a little bit. I think. I don't know. Uh, when I was at that uh, babysitter's house across uh-huh. from your house, we didn't know each other. I was three. Mm-hmm. You might not have. I didn't live there yet. Um. We were allowed one hour of television a day, and mm-hmm. there were other kids there. There was, mm-hmm. like, two or three of us. Um, and all the other kids were like, well, we want to watch Sesame Street with our hour. Mm-hmm. And I was smart, Tom, because mm-hmm. I wanted to watch The Price is Right. <laughs> <laughs> but I also wanted to watch Sesame Street. Right. So I was like, look, if they say Sesame Street. Yeah, you're not going to, they're not going to They're not like, going to well, be like, no, go. Watch. Yeah, exactly. So I'd say The Price is Right. We'd get to watch two hours of TV. And the price is right. Mm-hmm. I always get made fun of because, like, oh, Tim like likes to know the the price of things. <laughs> no, there were a lot of fun games there. Yeah. There was like this safe cracking game. Mm-hmm. There was that uh, mountain climber game. Yeah. There was Plinko. Mm-hmm. I didn't care about the the prices. I don't. Oh, here's a vacuum. Guess the price. I didn't care about that no, element. I of bet it. you had no idea how much any of those things. Exactly. Were. I didn't even know what most of that stuff was. Yeah. Uh, but I I know what a mountain climber yodeling is, and mm-hmm. it's hilarious. Yep. Big set pieces. That's what Big I like. Big set pieces, a lot of uh, 
bright colors, flashing lights, exactly. Everybody's sounds. screaming. Yeah. Everybody's awake. That's all you want. Yeah, just constant yelling. <laughs> yeah, make me feel like I'm a little less alone in this world. <laughs> so you wanted to be a game show host. I wanted that, and then for a little while, mm-hmm. this is where, where I my my trajectory would have changed if there was somebody like. I remember in second grade, we had to write, like, what do you want to be? And, like, it was actually a smart thing. Like, and if you could, like, spend time with anybody who Mm -hmm. would help you out to be this person, who would it be? So I was like, like, it was like a fantastical thing, right? And people were like, oh, I want to be the president, and I want George Bush to, uh, to, or Ronald Reagan to Mm -hmm. help me learn how to be president. I was like, I want to be a, a, stand-up comedian mm-hmm. and i was like and i'd like to spend a day with bob hope so he can <laughs> tell me how to be funny and i didn't i i wouldn't have been able to identify bob hope i think nah. that's just like some shit i heard somewhere probably mm-hmm. from bob barker or something and like <laughs> i don't think bob barker was talking about bob hope on i that. could see him being like oh you're a big funny stand-up like somebody made a joke a contestant made a joke oh, be like, regular bob hope you got a regular bob hope over here and, and, and like, you're mm. sitting in your babysitter's house writing that yeah. down and like in crayon can you imagine how my life would have been different if like uh there was somebody if there you were mentored would... by bob hope no if somebody was like oh you want to be a comedian huh well here uh, here's a guy that's way better than like here's George Carlin. Stop, li- stop, no, stop with this old man bullshit. They would like get they, with the get get with the program. They wouldn't suggest. Hey kid, that to here's Bill kid. Hicks. Yeah. Hey, uh, here are some Richard Pryor records. Have you seen Eddie Murphy Raw? Yeah. What about the Dice Man? Yeah. Uh, it, your dog's drinking my water. <laughs> <laughs> well, Tim, you shouldn't leave the water on the floor. You mean you shouldn't uh, have your dog running around this place? Oh, Jesus. <laughs> well, she likes it. Yeah. Come here, Ginger. Um, oh, what, brother. What were we talking about? How I could have been the world's greatest stand-up comedian if somebody had just mentored me and told me that Bob Hope wasn't the guy I should be emulating. Yeah, but you didn't even try to emulate him. I think regardless of what they told you, you would have just been like, okay, and then gone back to playing with trucks or whatever. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Puppets. Play with puppets. Oh, right, yeah. I wanted to be a puppeteer, too, but again, and I wanted to be a magician, too, (laughs) but also, like, I never took time to learn any of these crafts. Well, it sounds like you were working on the puppets. Yeah, I was working on the puppets, yeah. but like, here's the thing, man. I I I I didn't put in any of the time. You know what I mean? Yeah, you put I'd in make 10, like signs hours. for puppet shows and be like, "Puppet show, three o'clock." Yeah, but then nobody show up. Three o'clock rolls around, mm-hmm. and uh, I got I got nothing to show these people. Thank God nobody showed up. Yeah, <laughs> you've got an empty theater. One time, I wrote a, a letter to Captain Kangaroo. <laughs> Did I ever tell you about this, Tom? I don't think so. Captain Kangaroo lived in our town. I know. Yeah. Uh, he was a, a, a famous uh, children's entertainer here. Yeah, from right? like the 50s. But he, he was still around when we yeah, were in like Yeah, in like the 80s. Yeah. Like he was Clarabelle the clown on How, Howdy Doody. <laughs> right. And then he always honked that horn. Honk, honk. I don't know. That, that's just what I've been told. I've never seen Howdy Doody. I've seen Howdy um, Doody. And then, like, he was uh, Captain Kangaroo in, like, the 70s and 80s, and they'd show him. I think in the 60s, too. Yeah, yeah. And he was a TV children's entertainer, and Mm -hmm. he was uh, was a lot of fun. And I wrote, I didn't really know him that well. (laughs) 
Like, I wasn't that familiar with his work. Uh-huh. But it, it was, I you're, knew him better. You would run into each other at cocktail parties. <laughs> right. So my mom was like, why don't you write a letter to to, to Captain Kangaroo? Mm-hmm. So I was like, all right. Well, first of all, mom, his name is Bob Keeshan. Uh, uh, Captain Kangaroo is a is a character. Yeah. You, this lady's not even in showbiz. She doesn't know. <laughs> so I wrote a letter. She mailed it to him. And I was like, uh, dear Mr. Keeshan, mm-hmm. uh, I'm going to put on a puppet show. Uh-huh. Uh, I know that you interact with puppets a lot on your show. Right. Uh, so I, th- I think you'd really appreciate it. I think you should come and be a part of it. Yeah. Oh. Uh, it's, uh, collaborate. Yeah. Come invitation on. to collaborate. Exactly. From a fellow entertainer, <laughs> fellow Bob Hope fan. And uh, I got a, a letter back that was like, Dear Tim, dear Timmy, uh, the captain mm-hmm. thanks you for uh, sending this letter. Unfortunately, the captain yeah. is very busy and can't make. He didn't even write me a personal. He t- yeah, some you got a form letter back. Dictated to, yeah, it wasn't even dictated. Let's be honest. <laughs> it was a form letter, yeah. and it was an autographed picture of him. You know what I did? Burned it. Blacked out his teeth and, and uh, made a, a, a beard and mustache on him. Wow. Like the devil's beard and mustache. <laughs> like the devil's beard. Yeah. Uh, how old were you? I was probably about five. Oh, I thought I was, you were going to like 17. <laughs> you know, I was very mad at, uh, at, at Captain Kangaroo. I was surprised uh, your parents let you, you let you do that to the picture. Oh, they didn't know because uh-huh. uh, they were having like a, like a, a dinner with their friends. And they were uh-huh. like, oh, Timmy got a, a letter from Captain <laughs> oh, Kangaroo. No. Go get the, the picture. And I came back with it. I was like, here. Something happened here, to it. Look at this. <laughs> and they were like, and if I was, if that was my kid, yeah. I'd be like, hell yeah. Yeah, this guy screwed you. <laughs> screwed you? He didn't screw you, Tim. He did screw you. You want to teach your kid to be vindictive. Anybody, anybody who doesn't have time to you is dead to you. No, I mean, you're not dead to me, but screw him. Like, uh, look, if he doesn't want to work with me, I, I'm not going to waste my time. He didn't even have to write you back. He didn't write me back, Tom. He uh, didn't write he me didn't back. He didn't have to send you a, a nice glossy 8x10. Yeah, how much did that cost him? Probably, uh, you know, four cents. Well, back then, yeah. Uh, in today's price dollars. Of a stamp. Oh, great! Uh, thanks, thanks. It wasn't even a color photograph, Tom. No, that's nicer. You want a nice black and white one? BS, BS. <laughs> the captain knew what he was doing. Uh, he you think was, the captain wrote that letter himself? He had plenty of time. Yeah, but just pretended like he had yeah. a secretary. Or His something? show was garbage. His only bit was dropping ping pong balls onto a moose. Nobody ever thought that was funny. Hey, it was funny. Uh, it was funny the first five times, Captain. Well, at least now you're having the the respect to address him by his title. Yeah. Well, if that's what he wants. Oh, if the captain wants that, that's what the captain can have. You washed up. Is he dead? He's probably yeah, dead. Yeah, he's long dead, Tim. Oh, I feel kind of bad about that. <laughs> um. So that's what dashed all your hopes of being a, a professional puppeteer. Yeah, and also the untimely death of uh, Jim Henson. Mm. See, I thought. Did I, you think that I read the like, industry oh, pu- wrong? Yeah, pu- puppets are over. Oh, I thought you were like puppets are dangerous. Oh no! <laughs> they got to this. I knew they come alive at night, and they got them. Today's sponsor is Casper Mattresses, obsessively engineered American-made mattresses at a shockingly fair price. And now, you can get $50 towards 
any mattress purchase by going to casper.com slash guide mm-hmm. and using the code guide. Easy to remember. Tom. Yeah. You spend about a third of your life sleeping. Actually, you- I probably spent more. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You two-thirds. <laughs> you flip it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, let's make sure you're doing it on a good mattress, especially you. Yeah. Uh, Casper brings together two comfy technologies together for better nights and brighter days. Latex foam and memory foam. So they've got just the right sink, just the right bounce, no matter how you sleep. That's important. Because I always think uh, when people are like, oh, I'm this type of, type of sleeper, I sleep all different ways. Yeah, yeah. And, and, and the two things that you want, Mm-hmm. The right sink, the right bounce, right? I didn't know that yeah. those were the terms, but sure. Yeah. Well, they've got a risk-free trial and return policy. Get this, Tom. Mm-hmm. They'll deliver it straight to you. You can try it for 100 days. Wow. And so if over you're not, three months. Yeah. If you're not happy, they'll pick it back up. Wow. At the store, maybe you get a minute to put, try their mattresses, and it's really weird. Yeah, everybody's like, looking at you, yeah. and the guy's like, oh, you like it? Yeah. With Casper, you'll actually get to sleep on it when you say, hey, let me sleep on it. Yeah. Well, then you can do that a hundred times. Baby, let me sleep on it. <laughs> let me sleep on this Casper mattress a hundred times, and I'll give you my answer in a hundred days. And then uh, the lady, well, I gotta go right now, you know. Her. Yeah, that that's like the, yeah, the mattress yeah. store person. At the store, maybe you'll get a mint. Oh, I said that already. <laughs> it's $500 for a twin-size mattress and $950 for a king-size mattress. Comparing that to industry averages... It's an outstanding price point, yeah, Tom. a lot cheaper. So uh, get $50 towards any mattress purchase by going to casper.com slash guide and using code GUIDE. And, of course, terms and conditions apply. Do it today. See, like, uh, I, I was always thinking small about things. Like, I knew what I liked, you know? Uh, You're not trying to change the world. I just, you know what? Maybe uh, I just didn't think it was possible. Uh, well, like, that's sad, Tom. <laughs> like, uh, I never thought, like, uh, like, oh, I want to, uh, like, design toys. I was like, oh, I want to work in a toy store. I want to go, uh, you know, like, work at uh, at KB or Toys R Us or something. Right. Not thinking, like, oh, they don't have a position that's, like, toy tester. That's just play with the toys. Well, Big would have you think otherwise. That's true. I'm thinking pre-Big here. Okay. A pre-Big world. Uh, oh, and yep. you said you didn't think Big. Yes, that's right. what I meant by that. Right. Uh, I should I have said capital B. Right. Um, I, wasn't, I wasn't thinking Tom Hanks is Big. <laughs> uh, is that how they... I think this summer... Tom, Tom Hanks. Tom Hanks gets big. Yeah. I, yeah, I didn't, uh, why, how come when he asked the genie, you know, the genies always take things so literally, I want to be big, that he didn't just make him like a giant uh, boy. Like, like a Stay Puff Marshmallow Man sized boy. Yeah, when but. he said, I want to be big. All right, you got it, kid. That'd be a different movie, You're a Stay Puff Marshmallow Man sized boy. I, uh, is that what he said? I want to be big? Yeah. He didn't say I, I want to be, be Tom big. Hanks? <laughs> I want to be uh, uh, Tom Hanks at the at the, the top of his career. Yeah. I want to be, uh, what was he in before then? I want to be Joe versus the Volcanoes, yeah. Tom Hanks. Or uh, uh, 
bachelor, bachelor party. party. Yeah. Um, I've never seen Bachelor Party. Have you? No. Should have a movie night. Uh, a Tom Hanks film festival. That would be good. I haven't seen most Tom Hanks movies, Tom. Uh, I think I've seen most Tom Hanks movies. I don't think you have. I would say I've seen most. Can we uh... <laughs> go through them all? Yeah. <laughs> sure. Pull it up. I'll I'll keep talking. Uh, I yeah. I want to work at a toy store, and then I remember uh like a uh, uh, friend of my mom's uh and like the the mom of like uh the kid next door a friend of mine got like a part-time job at Toys R Us and i was like what it's like whole like a yeah i think it was like a seasonal type thing and i was like holy did what like like you you might as well just tell me somebody became an astronaut like i know somebody who works at the toy store and looking back now i remember <laughs> I must have been such a little shit because I just remember constantly thinking like, oh, well, this is great. Obviously, she's going to bring me toys, free toys. Not true. Nobody gets free toys. Not yeah, nobody. Not, not in this world. Yeah. And Harsh I remember for my, a child. my parents trying to ex- like explain to me like, well, no, the, you know, she she works there. She's not. I think they even like went as far as saying like. Well, she she probably doesn't get free toys, and if she did, she's gonna give them to her children, not to you. It's BS, man. Well, I remember that's that's why I'm saying I was a real little shit because my response to that was something along the lines of "You don't know what you're talking about." <laughs> I was sure, and it was. I think uh, there. I remember like right after I heard this news, hearing like, "Oh, she's gonna be stopping by tonight because she had to like give my mom something." I was like. I mean, it's just a cover story. That would be like a little toy for me. <laughs> you and I were similar in this way. Like, you can tell me something in no uncertain terms. Yeah. Like, if, child Tim. Yeah. Like, if, if I got mind. something in my head, yeah. it was just like, no, you idiot. It's going to happen. And that's why I was so frequently crestfallen as a child. <laughs> yeah, me too. I was constantly like my world was destroyed. Because <laughs> yeah, I would also like in that situation. Because I you, didn't listen to people. You didn't listen to people. And then you were just like you built yourself up like here come the free friggin toys. <laughs> yeah, it's going to happen. Yeah. Finally, Tommy, Tommy's uh, train has arrived. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, I want to work at a toy store. I didn't realize, and like again, I well, yeah, I didn't realize when I was a kid. Uh, like nobody told me this was a job, and it totally is what I would have done. Uh, uh, been like a video game designer. Yeah. Uh, also, like when you were a kid, they were all in Japan. Yeah, and video game designers was like some fringe weird. Yeah, thing, yeah, right. Yeah. Like it's not like. Oh yeah, you're into like computer graphics. Mm-hmm. Great, that's a very lucrative career path. <laughs> yeah. Like if you had said like, oh, "I want to design video games when uh, you were eight mm-hmm. in freaking like 1989 or whatever," yeah. they would have been like, "All right, you idiot." No, that's what like 20 weird people in Japan do, <laughs> and nobody else in the world. Yeah. Well, even in high school, like I remember, I was very good at a uh, computer programming class, and like to the point where the uh, the teacher during like parent teacher conference, like was like adamant with my parents. Like, listen, I've talked to him. You need to talk to him. Like he needs to go to school for computer science. He's good at it. And like, it's, it's a growing field. You know, this is right around the turn of the millennium. 
And even that, I remember... Pre-Willennium. Yes. Uh, I remember even that, like, uh, when my parents told me about this, I was like, well, could I, like, do something like that for video games? And they're like, no, no, no. Like, you know, spreadsheets. <laughs> Like, you could make the next big spreadsheet I think program. that was their generation's understanding of computers. Yeah. Well, like, I mean... Oh, no, they'll teach you WordPerfect. No, I don't think... They'll teach you Excel. I don't think even they, like, they were just like, look, dude, like, none of your other teachers seem to give a shit about what happens to you afterwards. This guy's at least saying, like, you're good at this, and it's a good field to go into. You should really think about it. And again, once again, I went, you don't know anything. I'm going to go to school to become a detective. Oh, yeah. That's what you wanted to do. I wanted to go into the FBI. Yeah. Well, and I, I've i always wanted to be a detective. And some people would say, I kind of am. <laughs> you really enjoyed that, didn't you? Yep. Uh, no, uh, I always wanted to be a detective. And, like, I have cops in my family. But that was the thing, like, uh, I didn't associate what they did with being a detective whatsoever. Uh, and then I think I remember, like, you know, my uncle was a cop explained to me, like, oh, you want to be a detective? Like, yeah, I'm getting you in the police department. I was like, no, I don't want to be a policeman. I want to be a detective. And he's like, well, you know, and he was a detective. And he was like, well, I'm a detective. And I was like, you don't even wear a trench coat. <laughs> this doesn't make sense. Yeah. Where's your fedora, idiot? Uh, um uh, they was like, well, you, you know, you, you work as a policeman, you work your way up. And I was like, well, no, that's not how I'm going to do it. Yeah. I was like, no, cause I'm Tommy works. I already have uh, a great deductive mind. How do I skip all that other bullshit? I already have a great deductive mind. And I'm a hell of a shot. So how do I just skip all this and become a detective? Uh, and then that was that was like one of the big reasons why I looked into the FBI because I was like, oh, that's one way to like skip having to be like a beat cop. Do you regret that you didn't go into the FBI? Did you have the opportunity? What happened? When did that dream fall apart? Because that wasn't really a childhood ambition. No, that was, that was like, like a, I went to college. Uh, yeah, what happened? Is this painful? Should I? No, no, no. Should I have not uh, phrased that in such a crass <laughs> way? <laughs> what happened? Uh, How do you feel about failing? No, I mean, there were two things. I didn't fail. Uh, I chose, I opted out. Uh, no, there were two things, and I would have gotten past everything. Like, I had not, like, uh, like killed anyone or done any drugs or anything. I would have passed with flying colors. Um, I swear. <laughs> but uh, it was partially that they could just send you anywhere. Yeah. And I was like... Oh, I don't want to like get assigned to Wyoming, and then it's just like, oh, now you live in Wyoming. But in retrospect, that was stupid because most of the uh, people who come out of Quantico they get assigned to DC. Okay, like that's where most like yeah, there are field offices, but still, most FBI agents are in DC. Um, but honestly, the the other big thing was like I couldn't do stupid shit like this if I were an FBI agent. Oh, that's true. <laughs> Imagine if I was an FBI agent with a yeah, podcast. But also, I think like you'd be all right with not doing this. I would. Well, no, and I thought about that stuff because I thought about it being a trade off, and I was like, yeah, I'd be all right if I was doing like cool stuff. Yeah, you wouldn't be doing cool. I bet like well, 90%. No, most yeah. of them are not doing cool. I mean, that's why like 
they greatly, they really uh, prefer if you have a degree in law or accounting, like, and really accounting, like that's yeah. most of yeah. the stuff where it's like, oh, if, if you have an accounting degree, you understand this shit. That's most of the stuff we're going through. That's how, that's how we find stuff. Boo. And I was like, even aliens and monsters? It was mostly, I mean, it's probably only 30% aliens. And probably only about 30% X-Files. Yeah. The rest are just regular files. Um, Anything else that you were going to be when you were a child? Mm. Did you ever have, I, I never had any aspirations to be an astronaut. Uh, I always thought that seemed too hard. I, um, I like wanted to be one, I guess, like in passing, like, yeah, sure, if the opportunity comes up. The other thing about being an astronaut yeah. is, like, even now to this day, uh-huh. how hard could it be? <laughs> it's super. Everyone up in space is a genius, Tim. Yeah, but I'm saying they don't have to be. Yeah, they do have to be. No. Tom, what are they doing up there that I can't do? Science experiments, Tim. Oh, you can't just be like, there can't be a scientist being like, all right, put the uh, drop of this and this. No, because then they're like, you know what, why don't we just send that guy up? Because he's afraid of heights. (laughs) They find one that's not afraid. He's old. He's frail. They don't have. You have have this room full of uh, hundreds of people in Houston. They're doing they... all the work. It's not like uh, when a launch happens, like people are like, "Oh, I'm I'm sitting on the space shuttle and I'm I'm doing all this stuff." No, freaking everybody else is doing all the other stuff. You're just sitting there singing. <sighs> Nobody's singing, Tim. Yeah, they can't hear you sing in space. Remember uh, how crazy it was when they sent John Glenn up there? He's an old man. Yeah, and what did he do? He sat in a chair. <laughs> He sat in a chair and complained. <laughs> yeah, like every other old person I yeah. know. Yeah, he complained about all the other astronauts' haircuts. <laughs> um, uh, they just—they make you do all this rigorous stuff on the off chance that something like uh, Apollo thirteen happens. Yeah. yeah, maybe. But like ninety percent of the stuff I could do right now. Yeah, you could send me into yeah, space uh, right now. I'd perform exactly the same way every single other astronaut. You have does. to understand, Tim, that they don't just have you go through all that training just to save your ass it's the like billions of dollars in equipment obviously they're not going to come around and out and say that but it's like no that's why because we also oh, don't okay w- so like oh so uh the, this guy uh the perfect human specimen mm-hmm. is going to be better at like not spilling coffee on the, the <laughs> controls yeah probably he probably didn't bring any coffee up in the first place well that's the other thing. Just bring coffee up there and bring <laughs> regular ice cream. Just put an ice box in that thing. Uh, I'll tell you one thing, Tim. You couldn't have a beard as an astronaut. Why not? Because the oxygen masks don't uh, suction right. You know, that was on Amazing Facts, actually. We, we figured this out. Yeah. Oh, it wasn't about astronauts. That was about uh, the mask. war. Yeah. yeah. The big one. All right. I'd shave my beard, Tom. Yeah. You can still have a mustache. They allow that. Yeah. All right. That's, that's why so many astronauts have mustaches. Look, I'm just saying, look, it's fine, but what are these guys really doing up there that's so hard that you <laughs> think that you couldn't do? Tim, you not understanding what they're doing or not even having like an, an idea of what they're doing doesn't mean what they're doing is easy. It doesn't mean it's something you can do. Most of it is sitting in a chair. Well, they don't even sit in a chair. Tim, they float around. Oh, yeah. They um, sit in the chair during takeoff. Yeah. And if, if they have to shoot at something. What are they shooting at? Bad guys. Oh, my God. 
Yeah, I'm not a very good shot. Aliens, Russians, you name it, they're up there. They got to shoot at them. Man, I cannot wait till space battles happen. You know about the Black Knight? No. Is this uh, another Batman thing? No, it sounds like it is, but it's not. That's the Dark Knight. Uh, It's this um, satellite. Like, satellite is in a thing rotating, uh, you know, uh, yeah, in orbit. Yeah, a, a satellite, yes. Uh, but I'm saying not like, a, like you know, a, a satellite radio type thing. I'm speaking strictly in something that is caught in our orbit. That's been up there for like 60 years. Nobody knows what the hell it is. And if you look at the picture of it, it looks like like something. It looks like a, like a, like, like a satellite or a craft. It looks like something... Uh, it's not like an asteroid, hmm. and, and I think I think they, the signal like a signal comes from it, but nobody knows what the hell it is. It's been up there forever. Look somebody knows what that yeah, is. Yeah, well, somebody high up, Barack Hussein yeah. Obama, he knows what it is. He's yeah. not telling. Um, yeah, so uh, I'd love to go to space one day. Yeah, guess what? You'll be able to because it's really easy. All right, let's. <laughs> Uh, recap. Oh, no, I have another one. Okay. Another thing I wanted to be kind of like as a teenager, which was a lawyer. Really? Yeah. I, when I was a teenager, I loved arguing. Yeah, I, I've, I've, I've heard that. I had, uh, I remember we did this mock trial once, uh, in, I think, fifth grade again. And, uh, I was, uh, the defense. <sighs> Who did you have to defend? Uh, I think I was defending myself. Uh, what was the crime? There was no crime, Tim. It was civil court. Um, it was about that I represented, I think I represented like a few families that owned houses on like a ski mountain or like a resort town. And um, the we were only up there like a, a no, we, we, we rented them. But we had like a very. This is a an insanely <laughs> Listen, complex. We we rented them, but we had like a thirty year lease, and the town decided uh, they wanted to build something there. Uh, Classic and it, eminent domain yeah. situation, and okay. it wasn't fair because we were only up there like once or twice a week anyway. And there's like a whole. Listen, we didn't even do like a like a unit on law or anything. I don't know why we were doing this. This was not a good teacher. This teacher actually like, I know exactly the teacher you're talking yeah. about. Yes. And I remember even as a kid, my parents going to parent teacher night and uh and them coming back and my dad going like your teacher just talked about herself the whole time. <laughs> it was just like talking about how comfortable she was there and everything and she didn't understand that nobody cared how she felt there we were there to to hear about our kids yeah uh it was like uh, uh right out of school type uh teacher and um uh but her her boyfriend owned a comic book store so that was neat uh <laughs> uh what what what, the, what was the point of this story oh, so remember earlier when i was yeah. like let's recap and you're like no i have something very oh, important to say so we had like a whole oh, rambling about this teacher that was, you didn't like there was another student who was a um uh the the prosecution mm-hmm. and then another student who was the judge uh-huh. and then everybody else was just kind of like watching i don't think there was even a jury and we did this tim it was like a two-week trial <laughs> And there must have been some ulterior motive for this teacher. Like she was just like trying to get ideas for. 
I think she has had other shit to do. I think she left while this is going on. Yeah. The and judge probably just maintained order, right? He tried his best. It was tough, Tim. Uh, but uh, I was the only one that was like, well, let's go over the contract here. There and was like, no contract, Tom. There was a contract, but it wasn't available. And I was like, well, no, I mean, that's what that's what this whole case is about. We've got a lease. That's it. Open and shut. Unless there's a clause in the contract to get them out of it. Why are we even here? Wow, Tom. What a, what a heroic fifth grader you were. I won the case. Well, congratulations. I, yeah. I stand corrected. Yeah. Um, all right. So to recap. But I'd only like to be a lawyer now if I could uh, pass the bar without studying. I feel like I could do that really easily, <laughs> don't you? You know, you hear about uh, Frank Abagnale from uh, Catch Me If You Can doing it. Yeah. I don't even know if that's true because a lot of it is like case specific. It's not like a like a yeah. IQ test. Yeah, that's true. All right, Tom. Uh, so I wanted to be a game show host, mm -hmm. a puppeteer, a stand-up comedian, or a magician. Um, and now, in a way, you've combined them all. Yeah. You wanted to be mm -hmm. uh, the guy who worked in a toy store. Right. Um, an FBI agent. Slash detective. Slash detective. <laughs> lawyer. Mm -hmm. And what else? A doctor. A doctor. <laughs> you wanted to be a bunch of, like, aside from the working <laughs> in a toy store thing, you wanted to, like have a cool title. Right. But like I don't think you actually understood what any of that entailed. Oh no. And I didn't like look into them at all. Right. I wasn't like, oh I want to be this type of doctor or this type of lawyer. And I, I understood like, what these things entailed, mm -hmm. but didn't bother to like <laughs> learn any of these yeah. things. You're like, no, I want to be a puppeteer. And so now we're here. Yeah. Now here we are. Yeah. Thanks a lot for the suggestion. Oh, God damn it. Tom, before we uh solve a problem, mm -hmm. uh I'm gonna give you uh, what what's your take? Over under for the over under, it's eleven. Do you think you've seen more or less than eleven Tom Hanks movies? I've seen more than eleven Tom Hanks movies. Bachelor Party. Uh, no. Splash. Yes. Uh, Volunteers. No. The Man with One Red Shoe. No. Every time we say goodbye. No. Nothing in common. No. The Money Pit. Yes. I've seen that too. Dragnet. Yes. Yeah. Punchline. No. Big. Yes. Turner and Hooch. Yes. The Burbs. Yes. Oh, shit. I've seen all these, too. <laughs> Bonfire of the Vanities. Don't pretend no. like you saw that movie. Uh, Joe vs. the Volcano. Yes. Volcano. League of Their Own. Yes. Tales from... Oh, no. It's a TV show. Radio Flyer. Yes. Yeah, I saw that movie, too. You yes. know he was uncredited in that movie? Yeah, I understand why. Philadelphia. Uh, I don't think so. I never saw it. Um... Sleepless in Seattle? Yes. Really? Yeah. Uh, Forrest Gump. Oh, what's that about? Yeah, Tim, I've seen Forrest Gump. Toy Story, Apollo 13, That Thing You Do. All right, I've seen all these, too. All right, all right. We've seen a lot of Tom Hanks movies. What do I win? Um, You get to solve a problem. Hit it. I want a, 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 a license to practice law.
Hello and welcome to Tim and Tom. Solve your problems. I'm Tim. Tom. Yes, Tom. Problem. If you have a problem you'd like us to solve, email us at the complete guide to everything at gmail dot com. Tom. Mm-hmm. It's time for dusting off the old phone. <laughs> your your dog's hair. Your dog is is a menace. <laughs> what? Just because she drank all your water? Yeah. Shed all over my my phone. Yeah. Um, this comes from, uh, Lisa, friend of the show, Lisa. Okay. Uh, we could say she's a friend of the show, right? I, I don't know who she is. She comes to our, our live shows in New York, Tom. Oh, okay. oh, I know, I know who this is. I'm not going to say her last name, but I know who this right. is. Dear Timbo and my boy, Tom. Yeah, that's nice. Yeah. Uh, so far, so good. My problem is as follows. When we were young, I wrote letters to my now fiance while he was away. She has a very short last name, right? Yeah. Because I don't want her thinking, oh, he's just saying. I know who it is. I don't even know <laughs> if she wants us to say her first name. All right. Continue. Uh, as you can imagine, they are terrifyingly bad and full of me moaning and over-dramatizing my longing for him. Mm-hmm. At this point, 10 years later, I'd like to throw them all away, but my fiancé wants to keep them. Yeah, of course. I think that as the writer, I should be able to do with them as I want and he believes I transferred the right to him when I sent it. Yeah, he did. She did. Tom, can you shut up? I'm just. Can I'm, you shut up and let me read the email? Tim, you know what? I got into lawyer mode, and now I can't. I can't turn yeah, it off. No, lawyers just shut up when the other lawyer when the when the evidence is being presented. Not if he wants to win. Oh, brother. Uh, so between the two of us, who is the person that should determine the fate of these letters? Much love, Lisa. Yeah, he, he gets to keep them. Yeah, as soon as she dropped that in in the blue box, the the old post office box, we all know it. It's on a lot of street corners. Not every street corner, but a lot. Many street corners. As soon as she did that, that was no longer her property in the eyes of the law. And here's the thing. Uh, what, Third Amendment is a legal search and seizure? Sure. Um, the, the thing about, uh, <laughs> I'm charging her with violating the constitution. Also, the two of us who think that we can pass the bar, <laughs> we, we're wildly up. We know nothing about the bill of rights. Well, they probably don't, they're not going to, they probably, they don't, have, they don't need, you don't they need probably to know assume about you know that stuff, yeah, exactly. you know, they're not going to waste your time. Um, <laughs> the, the beginning of the bar exams is look, uh, don't bullshit a bullshitter. We're not going to waste both our times here. Uh, here's the the tough questions. Here's my advice. Mm-hmm. Number one, uh, your, your grandkids are gonna love that shit, right? Yeah. Um, Unless uh, some of it's too erotic. Oh, gross. Um, but this should also be a cautionary tale. Mm-hmm. Um, Don't put anything in writing. Never write down your feelings. No, come on. What are you uh, daft? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, don't say your feelings, but I think it goes without saying. Don't write them down. Yeah, no, you can even... Somebody can use those against you. You can say them if you're drunk. Yeah. Because then you can deny right, it. Right, You can be like, oh, I was drunk. Right. Um, But never write down feelings. <laughs> yeah. And then give them to another person. What, so they can use them against you sometime? Yeah, thank God, Lisa, that, Make that, you look that, like you're, an asshole? that you're marrying this guy. Well, maybe that's, that's why. That's the only thing that mitigates it, right? Maybe, Cause maybe like, that's how he got her, her hand in marriage. Yeah. He was like... Uh, I'm going to I'm gonna show everybody. You're going to be so embarrassed that yeah. you have all these feelings. Either marry me or, or I'm sending... Uh, 
I'm sending a, a package to every newspaper in the country tomorrow. Yeah. It'll be all over the front page. Lisa likes a boy. Yeah. In graphic detail. Yeah. So, um, she had no choice. Yeah. So, sorry. Uh, you, you, you can't put the toothpaste back in the tube there, Lisa. You no. can't unring a bell. Put it in. T- Although, here's what here's what she could do. Keep her trap shut about it. Hope that there's no prenup. And then when she's married, joint ownership, maybe she she can get at least half the letters back. Smart. Well, Tom. <laughs> yeah. But but then negotiate this. Well, I want I want half the letters King Solomon style, so rip them in half. Yeah, then they're yeah. then they're worthless pretty, to him, you know. Useless, yeah. yeah, you know, there's a few words that maybe are a little embarrassing, but he can be like out of context. And if I know King Solomon, mm-hmm. the intention isn't even to ever cut those in half. Right. Then he'll be like, "No, fine, you can have them." Yeah. You'd be like, "King Solomon, oh, but, idiot." But then he'll get them. No, he'll give them up. Yeah, but if he's willing to give it up, that proves that he, in his heart deserves to have them. Yeah, but she doesn't have to follow the whole thing. Yeah. Yeah. Or <laughs> just take them. Yeah. Or just burn them one day. Here's the thing. Just let this blow over, Lisa. Let's let's be honest here. Mm-hmm. Uh, if, unless this guy's thumbing through them every day when he gets home from work, like, oh, let me read the love letters from 10 years ago. <laughs> In that case, that's a red flag right there. Like, yeah. don't, don't, like... Don't go through with this if he's reading these letters every day. <laughs> yeah, he's a creep. Um, <laughs> Don't marry this creep. He likes you too much. Yeah, uh, but if he's not, he's just gonna he's just gonna forget about them. They're gonna be in a drawer somewhere. Yeah. At some point, you're gonna move to a new place. Oh, must have gotten lost in the move. Oh, mm-hmm. must have gotten thrown in the the fireplace with our <laughs> letters to Santa. Yeah, <laughs> with the kids' letters to Santa. Yeah. Or did you have that when you were a kid? What the uh, parents throw the letters in the fireplace? Yeah. Here, <laughs> that sounds uh, uh, unnecessarily cruel. No, no, I thought it was cruel. My next door, my my neighbors across the street, a couple of years younger than me when I was a kid, and I'd go over. And uh, they wrote letters to Santa every year, mm-hmm. and then the mom would be like, "Okay, oh, put them in the fireplace. Put them in the fireplace, and then the ashes go up the chimney." And it's like the whole chimney motif of of, yeah. of Santa, I guess. Yeah, but I mean, come on. And That's then not how the and then works. they go, then they blow up to the North Pole where they're reconstituted by Santa's magic, and they were. And I'm sitting there what like, "What a load of horse shit!" Yeah, it's just like, guys. They're just burning your Christmas list yeah. in the in the in the fire. Santa's never gonna see these things. <laughs> you You're idiots. screwed. Open your eyes, sheep. Yeah, drop them in a mailbox. Like here, here's what you do. You get your parents off your. Look, I know they don't want to. Th- th- for some reason, they don't want to bother Santa. <laughs> they think you don't deserve these presents. For some reason, I think you deserve these presents. They're they're trying to get out of the price of a stamp. Yeah. on these guys. Yeah, you dummy. You you make these dummy letters that your parents <laughs> can burn like like. Like the awful people they are in mm-hmm. the in the fireplace, yeah. I'll, I'll you write a real letter. I'll I'll put it in with mine because yeah. I'm a good friend. Yeah, I'm a solid friend, Tom. And and, and every year they got everything they wanted for Christmas. Yeah. And hey, if, if Santa notices that you're a good friend and that helps you out, yeah, in yeah, a way, look, hey, that's not why I'm doing it, of course. Right, but if it happens, you know that's yeah, good too. Um, or she can take the letters 
and get some elaborate forgeries made with less embarrassing things in them and swap those out. I don't know that she'd need to hire somebody considering- (laughs) Get a handwriting expert. Get this, Tom. Uh She wrote the originals. Yeah, but you want an expert to do it. Yeah, that's true. So that he doesn't notice. (laughs) These are all- Great ideas. Yeah, that'd be a good prank, actually, if she, if she replaced them with, like, uh, like a he, roast of him. Yeah, and he was like, I don't remember. I remember this letter being a lot sweeter. Yeah, I didn't remember this being so <laughs> insulting towards yeah. uh, my my uh, physical appearance. Yeah, about how big my ears are and uh, how uh, uh, clammy my handshake is. <laughs> Uh, if you have a problem you'd like us to solve, you can email us at completeguideeverything at gmail.com. You can also go to our website to find out more, tcgt.com. Follow us on Facebook, facebook.com slash completeguide. Follow us on Twitter, at completeguide. Follow me on Twitter and Instagram, at Tom Reynolds. You can follow me on Twitter and on Instagram, at your pal Tim. Like, uh, like, like my pal Tim over here mentioned before, Reddit at reddit.com slash r slash tcgte. It's been great there lately. A lot of fun fun chatter going on. A lot of action on the subreddit, baby. Uh, and if you want to support the show, you can do it by supporting our sponsors, but also by going not supporting our sponsors, visiting our sponsors, taking part in the offers they have. And also going to tcgte.com slash Amazon for all your Amazon shopping or and or pledging uh, cold hard cash in exchange for perks at tcgt.com slash pledge. This week, we got new amazing facts all about running. Some really good running facts. Some good running facts. And these boxes. Mm-hmm. Oh, for the, for the high rollers. For the high rollers. Uh, again, there always seems to be a couple weeks. Uh, delay. Delay. But there's some really cool. Well, this time uh, we got two custom things. Yeah, so these two really cool custom them. things. Uh and some other stuff. Yeah. Uh, I think you're really going to like them. Yeah. So you can things. go check out the, the stuff there. Uh, TCGTE.com slash pledge. Um, Tom, I think we were just dumb kids. Um, I guess all kids are dumb. Yeah, that's the thing about kids. Dumb as shit. Um, yeah, I just didn't really uh, uh, think anything through, I guess. Yeah. I just kind of thought, like, well, I'll be a kid forever. And that was good and bad because, you know, you want to be an adult when you're a kid. I remember, like, hearing about how many grades there were and thinking, like, what? What are you, out of your mind? Twelve of these things? Yeah, I'll be 100 years old by the time I'm out of here. And then when you graduate, you're like, "Uh (laughs) uh-oh. Now what? And then it's like, ah, more school. School seemed like it was what twelve, but with kindergarten thirteen years. Yeah, and you know maybe you have a year of preschool. It seemed like friggin' forever. Yeah, and I realized I've been out of college just for as long as, as long as I went to. Yeah. It's like oh, we're all gonna die one day, and this is well. Yeah, I mean that that, that is the case. <sighs> yep, it's gonna happen. <laughs> <laughs> well, because when you're when you're when you're a kid and you hear like, oh yeah, there's like you know uh, 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 about 14 years of schooling, and you're five, you're like, what? Like another three times my whole life? Yeah, yeah, impossible to think about. Well, stinks, doesn't it? Yeah, but look at us now. I do still to this day occasionally think 
like, oh, sh- this is great. I don't have any homework. It's really sad. <laughs> it's not sad. I hated homework. And I didn't hate ho- I didn't hate doing homework. I just hated the idea of having it hanging over me. Yeah, me too. I didn't do a lot of homework. I faked my way through a lot of school. I had an v- older brother who was really good at school. <laughs> the only way I got through. You just copied his stuff? No, like, they were just like, eh. Yeah, this one's Chris probably all right, brother. too. Yeah, <laughs> Chris was really good. Yeah, uh, we, don't, nah, we don't have to go through all this shit twice. Yeah. Well, we got to test two of these guys. Huh. This one came from the same factory. It's probably fine. <laughs> all right. I know. See you next week. 